Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of our podcast. We apologize for our small absence in recording, but we are back and excited to record today. Um, today we are going to be discussing emotions and how we personally deal with them and just emotions in general in terms of how you're feeling and how society expects you to feel. So yeah, before we start, we're going to do a little check-in, just up a little. Sydney, how's life going? Um, it's going okay. I feel kind of rusty because we haven't done this in around like, three weeks. But I know, I'm excited. Hopefully I'm we- ready. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to get back into it, but um, otherwise, it's going okay. Uh, school has started doing this thing every other week is in-person learning, which is, um, we'll see how that goes, but it's nice to be able to, you know, see people again, be in that classroom environment, because it is definitely a different environment than learning online, mm-hmm. and it's one that, as much as I did, like, being online for, like, had its perks, I'm glad to be able to, like, see people again. Yeah. And- yeah are your friends back are they in the dorms uh yeah so i think most most of the kids were back this week and then the remaining kids have all i think they've all come back this past week while we were at school and since next week we'll be online they will quarantine then and then everyone should be back the following week okay so okay that's good good. yeah but um it's definitely a bit stressful right now because i know the summer is around two months away but that's when you know kind of like schoolwork and deadlines and tests start to like pile up and then there's the question of oh where do I want to study after I finish oh, this yeah. school because it's just you know even though we've got a year or two it's stressful and it's kind of takes a lot of planning and you have to start thinking about it but I'm just like I don't want to go to school again I know, <laughs> like, I know. let me have a break I know I've been also like thinking about university or college a lot recently mm-hmm. and I'm just like there's so many options and it's just yeah. so scary like, to have to like, I don't know. It's just, it's pretty easy being a kid and I'm like, oh. yeah, like, I don't want to grow up. I just, I know. you know, don't want to deal with the responsibility. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't want it. It's not for me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, like majority of me is super excited for college or university or whatever and to move out and stuff. But like life is yeah. so easy. Because high school, basically, you're just, like, told what to do. But in college, you have to, like, really act on it yourself. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for that, too. Um, I started reading the book Six of Crows, and I absolutely love it. Um, for you listeners out there, I highly recommend it if you're <laughs> looking for, like, a sort of fantasy Peaky Blinders heist-inspired book. And also, all, the, all like, all the other books in the series. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Yeah, and I'm going to start do... it tonight. Oh, I'm so excited for that. But if you do read Six of Crows, listen to, like, one of those playlists on YouTube that it's, like, heist playlist or, like, you know, going, like, Oh, what are the titles? They're they're like the ones where it's like running through a field or like blah blah like, like hey. all those like kind of bookish playlists. They're great. The vibe is amazing if you read and listen to it. So yeah, it's like yeah yeah. I <laughs> I started this phase like a long time ago. Sydney definitely knows about this because I I probably sent her the link. But there's like this YouTube account that makes it's called Harry Potter Ambiance, and it's basically like oh, it's great. It, like, it it's basically kind <laughs> of like music except not. It's it's the sounds as if you were, like, sitting somewhere in the Harry Potter world. And the freaking Hufflepuff common room one is my favorite. <laughs> and, yeah, big geek energy, yeah. but I freaking love it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, since I've 
we've talked a bit about the books and playlists. How are you doing, Lucy? I mean, like with everything. Yeah, I'm also doing okay. Um, March was a pretty like boring, straightforward month for me. I haven't really been doing anything super exciting. I've just been going to school and then going to golf and doing other extracurriculars. But I haven't been like, like sometimes I go through phases where I'm like doing a lot of exciting things and I'm like super like just like really in the present moment excited but recently I've just been like super like thinking all about summer and just the future so I guess Mm -hmm. I haven't been very present which is kind of a bad thing because I want to appreciate all the time I have especially now that we're back in person school like it's so much better and I just want to like fully appreciate it but anyways um I, I ended March feeling pretty burned out, but we're on, well, I guess this is the last day of spring break, but this week was spring Mm -hmm. break for us. So that was really nice. I basically did nothing. Well, I did stuff, but like nothing. I basically, I I got good rest, which is good because we're about to start the last nine weeks of school, which is painful because finals, (laughs) it's like preparation for finals, but it's also really exciting. And Mm -hmm. also the weather has been getting better here. Like it took an it took long enough. I mean, the weather's kind of always bad here, but when it's sunny, I'm so like I just have such a better it's, outlook on life. It's beautiful. I know it's here when it's sunny. Yeah, seriously. So I am happy about that. And lastly, it snowed here. Oh yeah, that's crazy. But then it snowed here today. And I, I like, think it's, it's been, April. I think it's been snowing, like not like intense snowstorms, but like casually snowing all over Europe. Because I've seen, like, a lot of pictures from the UK, and it's, like, snowing there. And it rarely even snows there in general. Yeah, it's been interesting. That just so, <laughs> sounds so unpleasant. I am sorry. It's like, where's the sun? I would just like the sun to come now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then last but not least, I am turning 16 in a, I know. In a, in a, a little over a month. Which Sydney's like, you're a child because you've been 16 for almost a year. <laughs> and I am. I'm I'm literally so excited to turn 16, which is rare because I usually am not excited to age up. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I get my driver's license, which is going to be very exciting. And yeah. I also am hopefully going to get the COVID vaccine because where we live, mm-hmm. the vaccine is open to people 16 and up. And so I'm just so excited for those two things, my license and the vaccine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get my license for a few more years, but I'm also excited. But you have me. Excited. Yeah, I, yeah, I've got you. But I'm, I'm also quite excited for, you know, people getting vaccinated and stuff, and hopefully everything starts opening back up because it's kind of like that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And one can only cross their fingers that it does not go downhill from home. I know. So, I know. That would be awful. I feel sick thinking about it, but I have mm-hmm. faith that... I mean, we, like, when you come home, we're in such a small community, and, like, we have such a little friend group that if we're all vaccinated, I think it's going to be awesome, so. I'm looking forward to I'm it. I'm so excited. So, yeah, uh-huh. that's basically where I'm at. Um, <laughs> now I guess we should dive in and start mm-hmm. our discussion about Sounds good. emotions. <laughs> okay, so. Let's jump into our discussion about emotions, but a quick disclaimer before we start. We're not, Sydney and I aren't discussing mental health, which is very different. Um, 
and definitely a more serious topic. We're just talking about more emotions. If that makes like any happy, sense at all. Like, I know the basic emotions, like, happy, sad, anger. Like, yeah, you'll see. But just, like, you know, just a bit, of, like, diving into that. Because although they seem, like, so simple and, like, a three-year-old would use those words and you wouldn't necessarily as you get older, you know, it does necessarily come down to, like, the basics of that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah and no, I... I just think that we had to make that distinction because I don't want people to be like, Definitely, yeah. I don't want people to be like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, it's, this is not how you like handle with something as intense as like depression mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And Lucy and I are, are in no way, shape or form professionals. <laughs> um, <laughs> Funny. Not at all. I, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. Good so let's start out by giving a little background on how we personally handle and react to negative emotions, because I think that knowing you and knowing me, we're both very different in that department. So I think it should be interesting to lay a little foundation. Yeah. So I guess, you know, negative emotions for me, when I think of that, it's kind of like, you know, stress, anger, Mm -hmm. jealousy, sadness, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. And um, before I was never the best in terms of communicating how I was feeling. But um, in recent years, I think I've become pretty in tune with my emotions and, like, just, like, pretty, yeah, like what I just said, pretty much emotionally in tune with myself. Or, you know, like, my emotions are pretty much, like, out there, which I think is something that is not necessarily everyone does that because everyone has their own different way of, like, how they handle their emotions, their relationship with their emotions, because it is kind of like in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so um, before this, though, I did ask Lucy, hey, Lucy, what do I do with my emotions? Because um, I think it's like one of those questions where like when you really stop and think about it, it can be kind of hard to like, yeah, like, oh, like, how am I with my emotions? Like, do I tend to bottle them up? Like on that on the surface, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, I'm great with my emotions. I'm off with my emotions. Mm -hmm. If you really like take a look and dive down deeper, it. You know, there's kind of like those layers, like an onion. <laughs> the onion <laughs> metaphor. I love the onion metaphor. But um, I, in general, I'd like to think I'm very in touch with my emotions. I would agree with and that. Because of that, sometimes they seem amplified. Mm-hmm. And my face is also very expressive. Yes. So if I'm feeling sad or like something's happened, you can... Yeah. To some people, I'm a pretty readable person. Yeah, you Sydney, can tell what I'm feeling. Sydney is very animated, and if you know her or if you spent any amount of time around her, you can, you can read what's going on. But I, I, so, I agree with what you said about you being good at communicating your emotions. I think that's definitely true, and I think you're very in tune with what you're feeling and like processing that, yeah. which is very different from me. Um, I. Okay, this kind of, it sounds, the way I handle my emotions sounds super negative, like, and toxic, (laughs) but I swear it works for me. I don't know if I'm just kidding myself, but basically, I, I basically just, like, conceal, don't feel, you know, like Elsa vibes. I just Mm -hmm. kind of just ignore it and set it aside and live my life, and then I just deal with it by myself later. Um... And that sounds so toxic, but I'm just not an outwardly emotional person. And I feel like sometimes I'm so practical that I just distance myself from my own emotions. Um, Mm -hmm. So because I like to be like, I like to just be content. And so 
I'll do that. And then like later on I'll deal with them. But (laughs) the downside to this is if I ever like have a breakdown that I just can't control, um, then it'll get like amplified because all, all of the feelings will start coming out. Like, for example, I was just telling Sydney this last night I read a sad book and I was like (laughs) crying at the end. And then like, I started crying about a lot of other things that were just like (laughs) completely unrelated and unnecessary. But like, if I start crying, it'll kind of like lots of things that are not even involved will kind of get involved. So that's the bad part. But I don't know, for some reason, I'm not that keen on changing because I feel like it works for me. Like, I feel like it's not that bad for me personally. I think it could be really bad for some people, but yeah, that's basically what I do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think also like, because you don't necessarily like really talk about your emotions that often, Mm -hmm. but then like I do to you. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes feel so bad because I'm just dumping everything I'm feeling on you, whether it's like bad or good. I'm just like, take it no I I don't I think think it's really healthy for me when you like talk very candidly about your emotions because I don't really (laughs) do that like and people around me don't usually do that except for you and so you kind of like teach me that it's okay to feel things and express them and it's important to get people you love involved because like it's really hard to handle things just on your own and so I think yeah, you have definitely helped me a lot in like talking about emotions and stuff because we're definitely like extremely open with each other. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and, I, you know, like I think what you said, just like how with you deal with your emotions and like, you know, everyone kind of has their own way of dealing with their mm-hmm. emotions and feelings, which is totally okay. But, you know, at the same time, like sometimes you just want to bottle everything up, which isn't necessarily the best thing because it turns into that like whole volcano situation. Yeah. Like it's happening. It's happened to me before, like, you don't tell people how you're feeling, you just kind of, like, keep it in, but then something happens and you just, like, snap Mm -hmm. and it's, like, woo, explosion. Um, But going back to, like, you know, communicating and being open, my mom would always talk to me about, like, how important it was to talk about your feelings because sometimes, you know, it does actually make a difference. And that's just been something that's been stressed a lot in my family, Mm -hmm. like, if you're feeling upset, if you're feeling angry or sad, you have to, and you just like keep it in. Like we can tell that you're feeling that mm-hmm. way, but we won't necessarily, I can't speak today. We won't necessarily know what it's about. And so in order to help you like feel better, like we have to know what's going on because if we don't know what's going on, there's no way we could theoretically solve what is wrong. And Yeah, that's so smart. I need to like, I need to like work on that because I feel that I'm so like unex or like just not good at talking about my emotions openly with other people that if I tried to do it, it would just like end with me crying. <laughs> so yeah, I should probably work on that. And like, I know in one of our previous um, episodes, and we talk about it a lot, we touch on the importance of communication between mm-hmm. people. And I think, you know, as we said before, it's quite repetitive. Everyone does have their own ways of dealing with their emotions. And that is something important to acknowledge because we're not saying, oh, there is one specific way you should be when you're sad, mad, Mm -hmm. happy, like jealous. Like everyone has their own way of dealing with those emotions. But in certain cases and scenarios, it's important to sometimes let other people in and let them know how you're feeling because... I think it's also your emotions are like a reflection of you and then they kind of like reflect out 
mm-hmm. into like the environment around you and kind of the vibe you give off. And so I know at least with me, I feel like when I'm, you know, not feeling the best, you can like Lucy said, I'm a very animated person. And then that kind of like is then the vibe that I send off yeah. into the world, which then can create, you know, not the best space for yeah. other people. And so it's definitely important to find ways to make sure that you release your emotions and not just like be the bottle. <laughs> God, I need to take this advice into account because I feel like <laughs> I feel like what I do is I I guess I don't really deal with it. Like I don't face them head on. And I think that what you just said kind of made me realize that like I need to because if you it's it's good to face things that you're scared of head on. I mean, in general, not even just with emotions. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I think it might manifest in other problems. So, thanks for that, Sid. Yeah. Good advice. <laughs> you're wise. You're very wise. <laughs> no problem. But, you know, also, this kind of, like, switches train tracks a bit. But, you know, like, society in general, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, when you watch shows and movies and stuff, when people talk about their emotions, it's often painted in what seems to be a negative light. Definitely. Like, letting your emotions show is considered weak. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you're not strong enough. Which then, in turn, you know... It's a lot of shows and TV movies reach out to a younger audience mm-hmm. and that younger audience is very impressionable. Hey. And so like with a lot of things, they're going to react and act t- to what they see on the screen. So if they're being told on the screen, oh, you're weak because you cried, they're going to be like, oh, I can't cry anymore. You're Which literally just describing my entire development of emotions. <laughs> Oh god. Which which then leads me to the whole thing of kind of switching from us to like people. That whole thing in society of men can't cry. Yeah. Like and women are supposed to be the overly emotional people. Yeah, and that makes them like weak or bad or something. Yeah. And that also then kind of like speaking of the how younger kids see like what's portrayed on TV mm-hmm. if you're going to, in society, if what you're constantly feeding them is men can't cry, men have to be strong, they cannot show emotions, you have to keep it locked within yourself, then they're going to grow up thinking they have to do that. Yeah, and, and that's then just that could so lead to unhealthy. Them, yeah, exactly. It could lead to them not being able to learn how to express their feelings openly and stuff like that. And it's not just like a lot of the times it's kind of just referred to like sadness and stuff but then there's that whole like sort of barrier between Mm -hmm. themselves and being in tune with your emotions which is also I think quite important because your emotions are a part of you and as much as sometimes you don't want to be angry you're like I don't just like negative vibes out it's a part of who you are and it's a part of being a human being like everyone's going to be sad everyone's going to be jealous at one point happy or angry and like, I think it's just so messed up that society tells boys it's not okay for them to cry. I hate it. I think that not just that, but some things that society has, like, forced upon people are is just so mm-hmm. horrible. Like, who? <laughs> why? It's just not such a bad idea. It's not helpful. It's not healthy at all. And it mm-hmm. creates just terrible stigma and i just feel sad about it yeah it's like this bubble of unrealisticness and i know like everyone has emotions and like you have to deal with them and Mm -hmm. it's not weak (laughs) lucy keep telling yourself that (laughs) (laughs) no you're good and i think like you know 
I watch a lot of shows and movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know this about me. <laughs> I tend a, to prioritize. is a <laughs> film master. It's like I make time to watch movies. <laughs> I have no idea how I do it, but I just do. True. But I have seen in like some of my favorite shows, the characters, like they're either super emotional or they're just like completely cut off for their emotions. And, you know, they're like super arrogant and stuff. And mm-hmm. that's considered like oh my god like a lot of people praise that and I'm like okay I get that in the show sense but then how does that carry over into real life yeah. like it just seems I like a that... recipe for disaster honestly yeah <laughs> yeah I think what you were saying earlier about like so- society's impressions of emotions is basically from a young age what caused me to like ignore my emotions because I mean as you said emotion and um, 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 emotional god what was that (laughs) emotional people are sometimes considered weak and I ever since I was really little I've always wanted to be like a really strong person you know and so basically I I don't know I guess I was never taught that emotions are weak and they're actually like healthy and stuff because my family doesn't we don't really talk openly about our emotions which I'm I'm not like knocking my family it's not like we can't (laughs) Like, I definitely could if I felt like it, but we just mm-hmm. don't, you know? And so yeah. we're all, like, very private about our emotions and kind of deal with them on our own. And so I think mm-hmm. that's definitely, like, had an effect on the way I deal with things, yeah. too. I mean, that's like, goes back to the point, as we said earlier, everybody deals with their emotions in their own way. Yeah, definitely. It works best for them. And I think, like, me, I tend to cry a lot. Whether <laughs> yeah, you're it's a crier. Whether it's a TV show, a book, or something. I tend to cry a lot, but there are points in time where, like, during middle school, you know, there were (laughs) moments in school where I would start crying, but the thoughts running through my head would be like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, because they're going to judge you, they're going to laugh at you, they're going to think that you're weak. And although, like, I've come to, like, learn and accept the fact that, like, it's okay to cry, it's okay to show that you're vulnerable, there's still always going to be that like thought in my head mm-hmm. that's like, this is not acceptable. This is not okay. You shouldn't be acting like this. Yeah, it's You're supposed to be happy. <gasps> and it's something that you can try to fix and you can learn is wrong. Yeah. But it's, it's always going to be there. Like at the back of your head, just like stored away. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. that's just, I feel like it's so unhealthy for humans to have to deal with that. But I guess mm-hmm. I guess on that note, that's a good transition point because now that we've agreed that emotions are kind of a pain in the butt to handle, <laughs> I think we should kind of give a couple of our healthy ways to cope with emotions, um, especially I think for teenagers. I, I, we would know because we are teenagers, but I, I mm-hmm. think that adults probably um, have figured out things that work for them more, but especially as emotional teenagers i think these are some good some good pieces of advice not that we like know anything but sydney go for (laughs) it yeah both from what works out so the first thing though that i do want to mention is that you know the different age groups they have their different ways of dealing with emotions Mm -hmm. so grown-ups have a certain way they deal with things younger kids do and then kids around our age Mm -hmm. do and a lot of the times when you try to talk about your emotions there's that whole divide of they're like oh you should be doing x y and z mm-hmm. when in reality you should be doing a b c because it's different and you know there's those years in between so there's a sort of like understanding but also this like gap yeah in that i never even considered that actually but it's interesting to see the transition of how humans deal with their emotions starting from babies when we would just cry and cry and cry 
to mm-hmm. adults. Yeah, but um, I just wanted to make that point. But I think in general, um, some ways to kind of like help with emotions and just having a good grasp on them. This is like one, find something that works for you in terms of helping you when you're feeling like any form of emotion. And like an example that would be unhappy or stressed. Like for me, I like to read or watch one of my many, many shows and movies <laughs> just as kind of a way to like let myself relax and mm-hmm. be like, okay, but also take the time to kind of like process what I'm feeling. And it sounds like, oh, I just sit there and I'm like, okay, why am I feeling like this? What are the root causes? And sometimes it's like good to identify those problems. But other times it's just kind of like good to just like breathe in, breathe out. And as you breathe out, you let everything go. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't want to hold on to it and let it fester inside me. And two is like, Something that's really worked for me and has been big in my family is finding someone that you feel comfortable talking to about things with. Because having someone you trust when you're feeling angry, stressed, upset, or someone you can share laughs and smiles with mm-hmm. can, I think, be really important and beneficial. And I know it might be, like, harder to find that one person, and it definitely took me time to be able to, like, end up talking with people and being comfortable yeah. talking yeah, about how I'm I still feel. Yeah, I I think it's definitely important to not be, like, afraid of your emotions and to not be afraid of talking to people about it and showing them to others. Like, it's okay to not be happy 24-7 because if I'm being honest, that just seems totally unrealistic. Yeah, that is Um, 100% unrealistic. Yeah, and you know, just sometimes, if, like, all else fails, scream into your pillow or have a singing concert in your shower. Do it. Those are great. (laughs) Do it, yeah. Um, I... I'm a big advocate of doing things that you love that distract you, which kind of sounds bad, (laughs) but not in a bad way. So like, I think it's good to do something for an extended period of time where you are fully present, like not thinking about Mm -hmm. anything in your head, just fully focusing on what your body's doing and what you're saying and stuff like that. Because being present, I think, at least personally, it helps me refocus and think through what's actually going in in my head rather than just getting completely distracted and overwhelmed. So my example of this is, for me, soccer practice, because at soccer, I have, I have no choice but, but to be fully present and fully thinking and moving and reacting in the moment. And mm-hmm. I always walk away from the couple hours of being fully present soccer at soccer. I always walk away feeling way more prepared to handle whatever's going on in my head. I just feel like I can go about it in a healthier, stronger, and like smarter way. So yeah, I think being present is a good way to kind of work through emotions. And then also (laughs) for me, the only other thing that I really do is I journal. And I've had a journal for over a year now. And it's easier to write things in a journal than to say them out loud. That's, that's basically, yeah. And I don't just write about my emotions in there. Like, I write about all kinds of things. But definitely, if you're like me and you don't like talking about your feelings, get a piece of paper and write it down. Because sometimes it feels like you're telling someone and it can be kind of therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't know if this is normal, but talking to a wall <laughs> or just like going, like, <laughs> okay, I don't definitely know. Definitely not sense. normal. <laughs> I don't know if this makes okay, sense. Okay, okay, so go like, on. If you don't have someone to talk to, mm-hmm. but you just want to let it out, but you're like, your hands are tired and you don't want to write, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I'm not saying that's wrong. And just talk. Yeah. Like, even, like, I've done this and I've thought, 
oh, like, am, like, is this normal? But I'll just be, like, sitting in bed, and I'll just be talking out loud, like, oh, this was so stressful today. I don't want to do this. And I, okay, that might, I can well, see I how that I, would be a bit. I talk to my dog. <laughs> yeah. He just looks at me you like, know? WTF, give me a cookie. <laughs> Okay, I, I I understand it might not sound the best just talking to nothing, but <laughs> hey, try it, out. try it out. I might as well. Sometimes try it just out. that verbal, that just verbal talking, because it also then just gets you used to talking yeah. out loud about things. Maybe that even is if good you're not in someone me. else's presence. Yeah, but just try it. <laughs> yeah, I think when you say things out loud, it kind of your brain kind of realizes how real they are. That's why I kind of avoid it because I like, you know. You know, but if I say it out loud, <laughs> then I guess it kind of validates like it in a way. That like startling realization. And I'm like, oh, things, because things definitely sound different in your head compared to when you say them that loud. That sometimes. is true. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I guess also just one of the big things in terms of like school stress, because I know it's something a lot of students have, and a lot of students have been facing in recent months and because of events in the world. um, Yeah. I think it's just really important to try and find a balance between schoolwork and studying. And I know students hear that a lot. Like, oh, you should like do all this schoolwork and then have like your extracurriculars. Mm -hmm. And sometimes extracurriculars can be quite time consuming and also a bit stressful. Literally. But just, you know, school, at least in my opinion, shouldn't control or dictate every single thing you do in your yeah. life like it shouldn't just be like breathing down your back all the time although it like kind of is mm-hmm. and is definitely one of the more <laughs> stressful parts of life I think right now but if you do just have time to focus on your downtime because that's really important and it's super important to just take time for yourself yeah. to breathe and while you're doing feel that, what you're feeling get off your phone that's been a big thing for me like I'd be like mm-hmm. okay now I'm gonna like take a break from my schoolwork and I'll go on my phone but I don't think that that is good because <laughs> I think going on your phone is just, it's kind of an, just not a healthy environment, I, you know? So I get what you're saying. I don't know. I guess it's hard because everyone our age just goes on their phone whenever they're not doing something else, but guilty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Personally, I'm going to try and not do that because I don't even think it's giving mm-hmm. me an actual brain break. I'd rather like, yeah, go have a snack or go outside or you know definitely i think i know a lot of people say like go on a walk for at least 15 10 15 minutes per day and that might be hard in some cases but my grandparents have been like oh sydney you should go walking today and i'll be like i don't want to and they're like do it and i'm like okay and i'll do it and actually when i come back even if it's super short Mm -hmm. i'm feeling i feel refreshed and it was just kind of like a nice break from things i listen to some music the wind is blowing in my hair oh you're being a queen in a music video you you can (laughs) music video movie whatever you want to do yeah like yeah i walk my dog every day or mm, not every day but i usually walk my dog every day (laughs) and it's I never want to go. I'm always like, oh my God, it's raining Mm -hmm. and I literally have so much stuff to do. But I always, I leave my phone in my pocket. I I bring it because safety reasons, but I leave my phone in my pocket and I just walk and I just enjoy nature around me. And I always come back feeling very good. So yeah, I love a good walk. Yeah. But I guess just like in general... I guess what we're trying to say is that there's no shame in showing your emotions. And although at times it may seem like you shouldn't, 
it's perfectly okay to cry, scream, laugh, smile, all that stuff, mm-hmm. because that's what emotions are. And we shouldn't keep trying to suppress them to meet these certain ideals that society has. And also just everyone has, as we said before, their own way of dealing with emotions. And, you know, you're going to do what's best for you. But at the same time, also think about considering if you are one who tends to bottle things up, finding a way to not do that because that's not like... Yeah. I mean, I, it may work for you, <laughs> but just, <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is that sometimes there can be, like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I, I'm kind of, like, a living example of what you're saying. Like, I, at the beginning of... Okay, well, that's not what I was okay, saying. Okay, no, but at the, <laughs> at the beginning of writing this, I was like, yeah, it works for me to bobble things up. But I'm like, maybe it's a problem that I can't talk about my emotions. So, hey, if you're like me, and you're listening to this, and you bottle things up and don't talk to people about your feelings and ignore them um how about together we work on confronting our feelings and talking to a trusted person about them maybe i got you even if it's like you're just sad about yes talk to me about that way you'll you'll you're kind of in for a ride though when you come home i'm gonna be like so emotional i'm gonna be like (laughs) i'll just be sitting there like eating my ice cream yeah. like tell me everything something but like an example of guess what i say if, like even if it's something small like as you know i if i said before i watch a lot of tv shows and movies <laughs> and i get quite emotionally attached to them. that's true now if something sad happens i will send a text message to lucia the group chat being like that is guys true. i can't deal with this like blah 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 happened and i just am really sad if it's like small things like that mm-hmm. that's also okay yeah. because that's in a way sharing like your mind and your thoughts. Yeah, just getting a little stuff. more personal when it comes to emotions. Yeah. But don't be afraid to show them because I know yeah. that's what society says. They're like, you know, you have to show X, Y, and Z in terms of emotions and you can't show the rest. But I that's just something that seems so messed up to me and yeah, is something <laughs> that should not be taught because it can cause serious like issues, I think. I definitely agree. Okay, well, um, all right, guys, that was the end of this week's episode. I apologize if it was a bit rusty. As we said at the beginning, it's been a while since we've done this due to (laughs) conflicts in scheduling. But remember to stay tuned for future episodes or check out some of our older ones at Anything and Everything Podcast. Yeah, um, we, in a couple weeks, two to three weeks, we, um, are planning to upload our next episode and we might be doing it with the boys again which will be really fun we'll see though no promises mm-hmm. so thank you so <laughs> much for listening and we hope you enjoyed have a great week bye guys bye.